it's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, guess what you should do? Stick with us, because we're going to help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. To my left, he is our riddle. Inside of an enigma. Friggin' you got like Well, I messed it up. I don't know what happened. You're our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. That's what you are. Right. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin. Jay. Hey, what's up? On Skype, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic form, our nine vulnerable brawler, and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? Sometimes uh, I really miss when you used to say for him when talking to Mo. <laughs> it was kind of, I'm sorry, Mo, but it was just so funny like hearing you react to that. <laughs> What's well, branding? Indeed. Indeed. Uh... He's our Triple Cup reporter. He's next in line for the Cal. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. Wow, seamless transition. Indeed, indeed. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Member. What? Can I introduce myself? No, you introduce yourself last. Damn it! The TV, goddamn the TV. Friggin' Joe's playing games. Friggin' Final Fantasy. Friggin' Realm Reborn. Sons of bitches. Hey, don't knock that game. That's a good game. More weps. More <laughs> weps. <laughs> and my name's Lawrence Young. That's all you need to know about me. Forget it, sons of celibates. This is fantastic forum. Welcome. It's good. It's good that everybody's here. I like this. I like this. It's been a while. Oz, how are you, man? How, how's the frozen North Dakota? 
It's uh, now it's the muddy North Dakota. All right, improvement. <laughs> no, no the- mud is mud is snow's evil twin. Oh, really? Yeah, it gets everywhere. I've almost sank into mud holes. It's not pretty. Almost sank into mud holes. It's like. Is that a strip club? Yeah, you're, you're, you're walking. <laughs> you're, oh, you don't want to go to the strip club here. I doubt. Like, they give good blowjobs because they got no teeth. <laughs> That's true, and they got extra bullet holes to use. Oh. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't stick anything into a bullet hole, Oz. Not even another bullet. <laughs> By the way, I'll tell you, one, one amazing thing about this place, you go to the bar, you can win a gun. <laughs> oh wait, what? I don't. Not not only do they have blackjack tables, but they have raffles where you can win a, a rifle. So you can win a rifle or shotgun or shotgun from or a antique coin, all in the same game from a bar. Yes, is it's not loaded? I hope. No, 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 no. You do you do like a raffle thing? Like they sell these tickets, and once they're all gone. No, I get you it. pick a number and you know you win a gun. No, but I'm just saying, like you know, it just seems like having a gun. Well, so they don't of... hand it to you. Oh, they don't. What do they do? Well, yeah, they hand it to you. Okay, oh. well there you go. <laughs> like it's a prize at a raffle. That sounds like something you you yeah, they're like you call out a number. I bought. I won myself a gun. <laughs> you call out a number, and they're like, "Who's Billy Bob Joe?" And then you go up to the front, and they're like, "Here's your shotgun." And you're like, "Woo!" And then you yeah. walk out, and you can and you can play blackjack, and you're half drunk because you've been drinking at the bar. That doesn't seem like a good combination, right there. Seems like people might get hurt that way. I don't know. Am I being too judgmental of the frozen North Dakota? Maybe things? slightly. Maybe you Californians over there that don't know how to use a gun. Yeah. <laughs> if we, if we would just get our skills up so that it becomes muscle memory, like even when we're inebriated, we can still properly handle a firearm. Well, up here, up here, we, up here, we remember that this is still America. America. What it is, it's up there, like you know, all the whole middle part of the country is like they treat a gun like a tool. It's right. supposed to be respected, and, and they teach their kids, you know, semi-responsible usage, like at an early age, and, and you know, it, there's not a whole thing. Like, if somebody wins a gun, it's like us winning a comic book. From this quarter bin, it's not yeah. the same thing. I, t- yeah, I tell you like, what, oh, that one, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't give a drunk guy a hammer you know, either. They got a pile of guns in their house already. Actually, I've seen that. I've seen a guy go to the bar, look at what what the gun is that they're that they're doing. Oh, I got th- I got two of those. I'm not going to enter. <laughs> what I say? But I'm just saying, like, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to give a drunk guy a hammer either. It's not saying that it's well, inherently saying, dangerous. Like, it's just saying that drunk people don't make good decisions with things. It was funny. I saw a clip of this one drunk guy. Like, he was drunk, and they kicked him out of the bar. Uh-huh. And so he came back with the chainsaw. <laughs> to, to what? Cut up everybody? Yeah. He, I mean, he didn't get, he didn't get anyone because they were, like, sober enough to run away. And, like, throw trash cans <laughs> at him, but... Throw trash cans? Yeah, drunk people and weapons don't always mix. Wait, throw trash cans at them like Donkey Kong or something? <laughs> Those are barrels. Well, I mean, <laughs> someone has a chainsaw. You throw whatever is near you. What? I tell you what, someone comes at me with a chainsaw, I'm out. 
It's like you've never seen me move that quick. I would I would friggin' end up I would dip out and end up in in friggin' yesterday. <laughs> They'd be like I'd be like, Hey everybody, we should all leave. Somebody's gonna be here tomorrow with a chainsaw. <laughs> it's a bad luck. Just like Flash. Yep. Yep. Bad news. So jeez. I actually saw some news from Tiger Claw about the Flash. Okay, well, hold on to it, because we're not there yet. Because technically, we're still the intros, which I love. But anyway, we got a great show for you today, because we're going to talk about a few different things. We're actually going to bring... Oh, what? What? No, nothing. I was just... Tomahawk chopping me? Pretty much. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's like, you with your intro. I hate you. It's like, Joe, I don't like when you do that. It makes me feel like you're like, if I could just get your neck, then I could host the show you can host the show i'll shut up i don't mind you don't have to chop my neck off uh maybe next week okay either whenever you're ready man i'm just saying doesn't have to be violets that's I'll, I'll, I'll do the show april the last like last week of april i'll host that one okay i like it look it's like snl it's like in friggin' that last that last monday in in april you get jay <laughs> There it is. Uh, friggin', uh, I should mention that we have a great show, which I did already. Because we're going to talk, we're, we're finally going to bring that conversation about uh, Dan Slot's Silver Surfer. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about Princess Leia, number one and two. Uh, and we're going to bring you, of course, the latest and greatest in comic book news. Um, and we'll see what else comes up, because there's a lot of things going around in the, in the comic sphere. So, you know, we'll talk about all that. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm excited, too. <laughs> so before uh, but before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and, of course, you guys, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. And we'd also like to thank our sponsor, uh, Jeffries Comics. Jeffries is LA's and South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met. At Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. They have uh, single issues. And if you want them, you should tell them. And they'll send them to your tour. (laughs) They will. I mean, you do have to buy them. Why are you laughing? Because they will send them to your door. But not for free. Doors are funny. (laughs) Doors are funny. Um... You have to make sure you do a $10 minimum purchase, and they will send comics anywhere in the continental U.S. for the low, low flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. If you prefer trade paperbacks or prefer graphic novels, guess what? Jeffries has those, too. You can let them know what you want. If you get three, you can mention Fantastic Forum. They're going to give you a fourth one for free. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. They're still open. You can call them now if you're listening live. If you're listening on podcast, you probably could call them now too, because <laughs> you're probably listening during the day, uh, or you also, not. or you might be listening at night, but in a different time zone that allows Some for Jeffrey to listen open. to the show to go to sleep <laughs> to the soothing oh, sounds of Mayor's laugh. Only, only to to <laughs> your episodes, Oz. Only to your episodes. Ooh, dang, he's boring. He. <laughs> Dub. 
Oh, see, like that's how I know. Like you can't sleep to that. Lord knows. <laughs> Joe's joke of the year. That it was. It was. It was Joe's perfectly timed uh, jab at one member of the Fantastic Forum, like the annual. That's like don't look for another one until maybe like April, May, twenty sixteen. You, know, you know what the title of this week's uh, this week's archive is going to be, right? Uh uh-uh, uh what? He. <laughs> I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to spell that. H e e h, and then the three, uh, the three th- periods. The ellipse. <laughs> yeah, ellipsis. Yeah. No, yeah. no, this isn't geometry. <laughs> so you know, but anyway, um, you can get down with Fantastic Forum in a number of different ways. First and foremost, we have our Skype line. It's a free internet soft phone. Only takes a few minutes to download if you don't have it already. You can go ahead, download it, put Fantastic Forum into your contacts, hit the green button, and right now you'd be, what, the sixth member of Fantastic Forum? Is that what you want me to say? Yes. Okay. And, uh, of course, last but not least, we have the All Games chat room. Chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat, where we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as Tiger Claw, who says, oh, since Oz is here, I'm curious to hear his thoughts on the casting of Hot Girl for the Arrow slash Flash spinoff series. Uh, I don't know who that chick is. I, I saw the picture. I mean, I guess she's brown. That's good. Oh, is she like Latina? No, nah, she's she... like light skinned black girl. Oh, oh, so they're doing like the Earth Two Hot Girl. Looks like it. Well, she always looks like. Charles looks like what? Uh oh, I think Moses used a uh, a racial slur. And the stream was like, no more. Racial slurs are bad. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm it's at- about time that Spick learned it. <laughs> Whoa! Damn, Jay! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Joe's on some st- He's on that popcorn, boy. He's on that popcorn. Moses, are you there? No? Oz, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, yeah, her name is Ciara Renee. Oh, where did you go? I bet he was still talking the whole time. Were you talking the whole time, Mo? No, nah, you guys were cutting out, so I just stopped talking. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. wow, that chick's kind of hot. I yeah. checked her IMDb. She's only done like four things. Right. Yeah. I mean, she's known. I, I'll wait and see how she does. I mean, I'm glad... That to hear there's gonna be a hot girl. Wait, wait, it says That's the, good. It says the Arrows Flash spin off casts Ciara Renee. Who, what what spin off? What are we talking about? Well, oh, there's gonna the, be the Adam, no? Yeah, it's the Adam and I think Captain Cold and like it it's uh It's like Justice League like it's gonna be like just the society, it looks like. Well they should definitely have a hot girl then. I want to know yeah, this shit. Yeah, it's like shit. Great Lakes Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> Great Lakes Justice League. Did, did you guys see the Atom on Arrow? No, I haven't. I, I saw. I, I saw it, Baby Iron Man. Wait, right? I'm like that's. I've seen the yeah. commercials. Like he looks like RoboCop, right? Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Wait, that was the uh, Atom? Exactly. 
It took like, me a while. I saw the yeah, last the show, half of that episode. And you didn't realize it was the Adam? No. I was trying to... he doesn't shrink. He just flies around and shoots bolts out of his hands. I kind of thought he was Guardian. That's hilarious. Like, why would you think they would dig up Guardian? He was in a suit. You have a little shield? He didn't have a shield, well, but I mean, it's go. it's TV. Like. Not Guardian. But he needed one because the arrows got yeah. him. <laughs> the like, arrows got him. <laughs> they well, take and remove things. on his thigh. That's where you should put the shield over the like, over the little battery pack. <laughs> but that was the Adam. out of the way. Dude, he By didn't way, look like that. When that, that battery pack got hit, I thought he died. Like he looked closer to the Guardian than the Adam. It's like I'm I'm behind on Arrow, so I haven't gotten to those episodes at all. But the funny thing is, I saw. Oh yeah, you're still on like season one, right? No, no, I'm beyond season one. Larry doesn't take well, his fr- duties on Fantastic Forum seriously. You watched the first episode of season two or something? No, I, I'm like, I'm deep. Actually, while you're joking, I, I'm, this is what, season three? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I've started watching episode the beginning of season three, but I was watching it with Nia, and we both got busy. And so... Whoa. Oh, <laughs> all those abs, huh? <laughs> Look, you're ridiculous. So that's why I haven't been able to. You know, the, keep same, going. the same thing happens to Emily and I when we try to watch Sherlock Holmes. There it is. So I, but I had been that, seeing. The same thing happens to me when I'm trying to watch porno. <laughs> I've been seeing all like the the guy in the suit, and I don't think it clicked until like maybe like seeing it like after like four or five times where I'm like, oh, so, that's Adam. Why? So the fact that they call him Ray Palmer didn't... Well, I mean, dude, no, I, it wasn't the episode, it's the commercial. Yeah, but Larry doesn't know that Ray Palmer is the Adam. No, I know Ray Palmer's the Adam. So then you, you should have known from episode one of season three. What? Dude, it's not that I didn't know that he was going to become the Adam. I didn't know the guy in the friggin' RoboCop suit was the Adam. Uh, well, you shouldn't, because, you know... Right, and that's what I'm like, saying. So, tell. I see the commercial, and I see him, like, raising his arm, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to stop you, or something like that, and he shoots stop something. Stop the name of the law. Oh, and, and I was like, huh. Perfect. So, I'm like, friggin', they got Arrow fighting RoboCop or something. But it was, like, maybe, like, the fourth or fifth time, I think I recognized the chin. And I was like, oh, schmack, that's friggin' Brandon Ralph. And I was like, oh, schmack, that's supposed to be the Adam. Wait, is Brandon Ralph? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Superman is now the Adam. Why are you, why are that doesn't shrink? Why are you making fun of where I am in Arrow, and you don't even realize that that fool is on the TV show? I don't watch Arrow, but well, all the more reason not to make fun of me. No, it's more reason <laughs> to make fun of you because you do watch it because you like it. Like I can't be expected. It's like to... me making fun of Joe for not for like caring about Donatello dying when he doesn't even read the comic. Right. I don't think that's the same. <laughs> but Poor still, Donatello. Joe can care about Donatello. Joe, Joe loves Donatello. Hey, I like I'm Donatello. If, he, if people read that book, they wouldn't do the gimmicky shit. I stand by my statement. I stand by, t- Honestly, I Nickel- stand by Tiger Claw. Nickelodeon <laughs> fucked him up. <laughs> well, okay. So, I really hope that uh, I like... I'm going to go and watch a movie or TV show or play with this chick in it because she's hot. She's in a Law & Order SVU. Oh, no, I don't want to see her in that. Oh, but she did. She had a good performance. 
Is she like a cop or is she like a no, victim? No, she's like, a cadaver. victim 12. Yeah, she's a cadaver <laughs> with jizz dripping out. <laughs> see, like, yeah, that's not what I want to see. Honestly, I like, that, don't it know. Me <laughs> see, this is, this like, is... I'm not a big SVU fan, so... Like, she might have been a cop on it. I don't know. Yeah. I think, no, she would have been a cop on it. She would have had more than one credit. I'm actually all, all, um, caught up on SVU. Are you really? Yeah, Emily loves SVU. It's funny because Nia likes it too. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't leave a show like SVU to do a experimental spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. You read on yeah. that. SVU is over, though. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's been done for a while. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, is it? Yeah. Well, yeah, you just said. That show's never uh, going to end. We're no. talking about over. It ended. I see there's no new Law and Order on right now. That's okay. I know they canceled some. It's okay to you. Um, but it's not okay to people. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm just thinking <laughs> with NCIS. Right, NCIS is on and it's not going anywhere. There's nothing wrong with Law and Order taking a break. It's not like it will never come back on the on the air again. It's like that's what they said about Star Trek. Star Trek. I just I feel bad for for Richard Belzer. Why? Oh, he'll be okay. That fool's been on TV he, for like 15 years. Well, he spent all his handsome years on TV. Now he can't get anything. Which, now that Law and Order is gone. Which ones were those? <laughs> Sorry, Richard Belzer. <laughs> like he's like realistically, F you, Lawrence. <laughs> realistically, I think he's looked the same ever since I've like seen him in anything. Yeah, well, that's like, I don't think he ages. He's probably a vampire. Yeah, that's but he got about people that old. Don't look handsome. Right. I mean, he's not handsome, but he's at least he's not aging. Well, like I'd rather be. They don't, they don't hit the wall. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm looking it's like at the handsome people who oh. like they just deteriorate and you could tell. With him you can't tell. That's I fair. don't think it deteriorated. I think <laughs> it looks the same as from when he was in uh sh- what was that show? Before Law LA Law or was it murder? Mur- was it, it was homicide? The, yeah, homicide life on the streets. But I think it looks exactly yeah. the same since then. Yeah, I-, I believe it. I mean I used to watch him on Howard Stern back in the day when he first got the Detective Munch gig. And uh, he said he used to say, like, I'm not leaving this for nothing. Yeah. And he's been on every Law and Order. Like, they should just, he should buy the character and just you come out in other movies. Like, was he you know, the Lincoln lawyer. Was and then <laughs> Detective Munch comes out with some files or some shit. <laughs> was he in Law and Order L.A.? I don't think I don't know if he was in LA because they didn't. I don't think they lasted long enough for them to do a crossover. That fool was on the reality series. Like he got into some trouble. Mm, he was yeah. in the, he was in the court, like having to answer for stuff. Just I think he did it just so he could be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Claw says, uh, "Joe, I disagree. Nickelodeon helped Donatello. How? He has a huge crush on April. <laughs> That's Tiger Claw logic for you." Uh, Derek H is in chat. He says, uh, if she was on SVU, she was a rape victim. I can't watch SVU anymore. That show hates women. Dude, right, I like, get so angry no, watching that show. It, it doesn't just hate women, it hates kids too. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of kids get raped in that show. 
I don't, oh, well, if you're a little girl, you're screwed. Well, the thing is, like, they don't just kill kids or whatever. Like, they torture them and shit. And it's like, come on, man. Like, this, it's bad enough. Like, a hit and run is bad enough. Yeah? <laughs> it's like, why you gotta come back and, like, it's on his butthole? I agree. I agree. A hit and run that's, is bad enough. That, that's the title for the, title for the archive. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. A hit and run is bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> what? what happened, Jay? No, nothing. I'm sorry. Just oh. ignore that man in the corner. Gee. Jay's not even part of the show anymore. No, I am. I love this show so much. Joe, Joe's looking for weps. I don't need weps. New weps. What the hell's a wep? I don't know. I don't know either. I played that game. I don't know what a web is. I don't know. Are you still playing? Nah, my my two week trial ended, and it, it was just hey, go over here, kill ten of these. Hey, go over there, kill ten of those. What uh, server are you, are you on? Do you remember? Yeah, Marlboro, because I smoke it. Oh. <laughs> Damn it! What's wrong with us? This guy. Oh, jeez. Oh, are we still? Uh, what? We can. We we. I guess technically we haven't started news. You, we can start oh, it. Okay. We can start it though. Now now's a good time. You ready to start some news? Moto. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, hit the music. <laughs> Comic book news. We should have a like. Uh, like current, uh, well, not, not like that, but like. I miss Amber. When are you gonna send Amber to visit Oz? Mm, she's asleep. So that means never. Yes. <laughs> it's like, is that a euphemism that you kill her? <laughs> like, he's like, no more. She'll be beautiful forever. <laughs> Next on SVU. <laughs> I gotta wait for all the snow to melt to find her. Oh, that would be sad. <laughs> sad and hilarious. Oh, no. No. Jeez. <laughs> like you said, pretty forever. Oh. Like, like, like that chick, the... Damn it. That would have been so funny if I said it right. <laughs> I know, right? Mr. Mr. Freeze's wife. Oh, yeah. I don't What's know. her name? Nora? Elsa? Yeah. Oh, I forgot the name. Is her name Elsa, too? No, it's Nora. Yeah, there you go. Nora. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, news. I like Elsa free. better. Elsa's from Frozen. I know. That's why it makes sense. No. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> At least one, maybe two animated movies based on the 19... 19- 66 Batman series coming in time for the show's 50th year. Word. Aside from what's been revealed in the video above, which we're watching, uh, let's see. We don't have any more details, but assume that we would be, it'll be one of Warner Brothers' straight to DVD animated features. So, yeah, I guess, uh, whatchamacallit, Adam West and Burt Ward were guests at my 
party in Charlotte over the weekend, North Carolina. Oh, are they talking again? And, well, I, I, they're getting paid. Cause they're well, getting, look, Bird World is talking to anybody that'll give them a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Were they and, not talking uh, to each other? I, I, yeah. Back when yeah, he was crazy, he some said some stuff. Bird Ward went off to become his own superhero called Nightwing. Yeah. Yo, I used to I used to like that show a lot. I still kind of do, but man, it's way too much Batman sixty six these days. Well, and that's the thing is, like, if they're basing it off the comic series right now, I think I'd enjoy it. Even though I don't enjoy the series, but <laughs> at least. It's I don't know, because it's like, you remember the Star Trek animated series? Yes. So it's kind of like, that. those were almost like retellings just animated, right? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I know. don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I know that was the case for Gilligan's Island. Yeah. But I don't remember I think, Star Trek that well. You know what, yeah, I, I think it... I think that's I what think... they did back but... I think an animated Batman 66, it, it, those pals and all that, it just takes it away since it's all animated. There's something about seeing those in the live action. Well, and that's why I'm saying that, like, doing the comics, like, uh, uh, an adaptation of, like, a comic arc or something, or just something done in that style. Because the comics, they, they have the pow and all that, but it doesn't seem like... I don't know. It still focuses more on the humor, I guess, and the campiness mm -hmm. because it's more self-aware. But you know, if I you just... if you want a campy Batman animated movie, you should do a Brave and the Bolt movie. Well, yeah, that's what that show was basically. Yeah. So. Right. But they, I mean, they're gonna do the Adam West and Burt Ward voices, so I think I think it's based. I, at least I would wish it was based on the on the comic series going on now written by Ralph Garman yeah it's it's interesting because yeah. I mean I, I won't lie I'm, I've never been much of a fan of Batman 66 the like, comic yeah. no well, I mean period the comic the TV show really yeah I mean it's, it's not bad but it's one of those things where I remember you watching that all the time I watched it but it was because like what what other superhero TV was I watching Nothing, because there was nothing. <laughs> so it's like you know, it's it's because I love superheroes. I watch it because that's my option. But it wasn't like I'm like, oh, this is the best version of Batman that's ever existed, <laughs> you know? Or yeah, if if they're gonna do a Batman sixty six, they need to do an animated Batman sixty six hentai like like the Batman Triple X. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> I don't I don't understand that logic at all. Like. I feel like Tiger Claw jumped in the conversation. I want to see the animated version of Batman Triple X. Oh, well, you're an animator, right? I would watch that. Well, there, look, there you go. You got a customer. Start get just, get the yeah. Kickstarter ready. Just just charge ten thousand dollars, and then you make your money back. Real quick, <laughs> real quick before I forget, it turns out that the Ciara Renee chick is actually a Broadway person. That's why she doesn't have a lot of IMDb credits. Okay. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm not I impressed. Still don't know who the hell she is. <laughs> Joe's like, whatever. You do Broadway. Good for you. <laughs> like Broadway people are talented. I'm just saying. Like, 
I'm saying the talented ones are the ones that can do TV and broad, Broadway. Jerry Orbach was talented. He did both. Um, I can't think of Ed Green's name. Uh, but he did stage and Broadway. I don't. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, but but Hugh wait, Jackman. Dude, there's a there's a tiny, very tiny sliver of people that are on TV that have done Broadway. And and so but those are the ones we should recognize as talented. Okay, but I don't I don't see you saying that the people on TV that don't do Broadway aren't talented. And Dan, Dan Fogler. I mean, who do you want me to tell you is untalented? No one. I'm just saying, like people on I mean, TV. That guy in Arrow Adam, seems pretty untalented. Which one? Arrow. No, that guy's great. What are you talking about? Right. He's the best Batman we've had on TV in years. He never did Broadway. No, he didn't. But actually, he, he might have. No, get out of here, really? Yeah, I mean, gays love abs. I don't know what to say to that. I don't Me either. I have no response. <laughs> D- dumbfounded. I, mean, I, I don't know what gays love, but I, <laughs> are you sure it's abs? It's, but yeah. does it bug? Does it bug any of you, of you guys that Firestorm is Arrow's brother or cousin or something? Oh, the actors are related. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They do. They, look they do look alike, though. Yeah. Now you say it. Yeah. yeah so I see Firestorm. I'm like, wait, that's Arrow. But but, but you, it's not Arrow. Wait, but, Firestorm is in it? No, no. Firestorm is in Flash. Yeah, but oh, crossovers. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There, there was an image of uh, that's a black Flash, guy? Arrow, and Firestorm no. together. Why not? In an uh, episode. Firestorm is black. Firestorm is not black. And white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's still, it's right now, it's um, <laughs> it's the white kid and the doctor, but they did show that the black kid is around. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> like, oh, thanks for that. <laughs> that's like, that's like messing around and, and showing, well, that's how it showing the Volkswagen bug. And then have Bumblebee be a Camaro still, like ah. that. That picture <laughs> when the doctor dies. Look at what you'll never get. <laughs> Look at what you'll never get. He'll never be a Volkswagen bug. Screw you, Michael Bay. See what you did, Oz. See well, what you took. Of which, me. I feel like there was some news. Transformers. There's Transformers news. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Mo. Tell them what it is. What Transformers <laughs> movie news? <laughs> Uh, Go ahead, Moses. Sorry. Uh oh. Are you talking, Mo? You want to? You want to talk? Who me? All right. You ready for this? Yeah. Go for it. Yes. Yes. Oh no! You're cutting out. Hold on. (laughs) All right. Uh, basically, Paramount Pictures wants more Transformers. (sighs) Son of a bitch. They're uh, negotiating with Akiva Goldsman to work with franchise director Michael Bay <laughs> and to organize a, a writer's room that will give it ideas for a potential multi-part Transformer sequel and come up with a potential spin-offs on the film franchise. What are Transformer spin-offs? What are those? I mean, they're going to... Obviously, one of them is going to follow Optimus Prime going into space. What? That's called a Transformers movie. But it's just... Right. But I mean, it's just him, so... Just him floating around. Fighting, I guess, Quintessence. What? And then they'll have... 
because you didn't see the last movie. No. In the last movie, at the end, Optimus Prime goes into space to find the Quintessons. So that's just called the Transformers sequel, not a so, spinoff. That'll be they one. Do one about the Civil War. And then they'll have one on Earth, with I guess Bumblebee will take over leadership. Okay, that's called six. That's part six, right? Even though he can't talk, <laughs> he, he communicates via sign language. Cybertronian sign language. Six. Like, why can't they just be other Transformers movies? Like, first of all, I don't want more Transformers movies. Because they're going to have them all in the same year. Oh, son of a bitch. Like, or, like, in the same... Like, you can't have six and seven in the same year. I'll let you know right but now. But you can have, like, six and then Bumble... And then, like, Optimus Prime, Odyssey, and you'll have... <laughs> why did you name it Odyssey? <laughs> oh, damn it. I can't do it. I can't do that. Like, if there's a Transformers sequel... And then another Transformers, like Bayformers movie in the same year. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. It's too much. Doesn't anybody understand? And then they'll probably have a series take place on Cybertron. How? How is that your world, Moses? What are they doing to you? Then they'll all team up in a in a movie next year. <laughs> Called Transformers. <laughs> Autobots Assemble. Infinity War. <laughs> no, no. It's going to be the friggin' Transformers Matrix Quest. <laughs> They'll be like, what's a Matrix? No one knows. Well, they had it in the. Oh, no, that was the off part. Never mind. Hey, come on, man. I will say. <laughs> I am both. I do want to know what their version of Unicron looks like. Why? I don't know. It's just morbid curiosity. Ah, oh, dude, you're the problem, Joe. It's like I what? blame you. What if they actually make a good Galactus as Unicron? <laughs> oh, damn it! I mean, because he can't be a planet, right? So, like, have well, to be he, like a. He can be. He won't be. <laughs> so, like, maybe it'll, it'll make him a comet. A comet. <laughs> or. So- <laughs> Damn it, so bad. Just the thought, like, Unicron's, he's like, they thought Haley's Comet all this time was just rock. Little did they realize it was the instrument of their destruction. Could also be Pluto, since it's not a real planet. Pluto has been Unicron all this time. Transformer is dark of the planet. Dark of the planet. Dark of the comet. Oh, jeez. Oh, wait. Oh, and uh, the, uh... The uh, Dinobots will probably get their own movie, especially with all the hype from like Jurassic World. <laughs> like to run off of, they'll probably have like a Dinobot movie. I'm pretty sure that little trash talking one with the funny hair is gonna get his own movie too. Him and the, and the two ice cream truck black ones. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll be like a buddy comedy the Transformer two movie. Ice cream truck black ones is the description i just like jive talking guys you know no, i know I mean, exactly have, who you're talking about it's just they wrong have names, too many levels who can remember them it's freaking like they don't make they both look sense. the same to me it's it oh well, you son of a bitch first of all actually, one is a black that's what michael bay had on the production sheets like one of them has the gold fronts on the right side and the other one has the gold fronts on the left listen 
one is a is a like friggin black guy and one's like a hillbilly you paid way more attention to that movie than I did I'm just letting you know like it's it's bad like that one was like oh this is terrible one is mud flap and the other one is something else like something like that deals with like off-roading I can't remember what it I is. I thought Mudflap would be the off-roading hillbilly one. No, there, there's one is, but I'm saying they're both off-roading. But one is Mudflap and the other one is something else off-roady. I don't remember what. Trailblazer? No. Because that would be fried terrible. Chicken? No, see, fried chicken. See how, <laughs> see how it does? Caller, uh, you are the sixth member of Fantastic Forum. Why don't you go ahead and tell us who you are, where you're calling from. And Who's the fifth? And The TV. The TV. Because oh. Joe, cause Joe has mental problems. Uh, <laughs> and tell us... And yet you love when Al Snow was doing the whole shit with Head. Al and S- the TV is more of a, a member of this team than Head was a wrestler. That's not true, number one. It is. And don't, you, guy. don't you ever besmirch Al Snow or Head again, okay? <laughs> don't ever try to put yourself on that level. You're not there, Jay. I love you. When you get there, I'll tell you, but you're not. Tell caller, tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and if you can stand a friggin' Transformers friggin' spinoff, sons of bitches. My name is Derek H. I'm uh, calling from uh, Glendale, California. Glendale for the Glendale. And uh, uh, I'm I- I'm kind of surprised they haven't done this earlier. Oh, I hear you though. Exactly. Like once once the executives saw. The money that, like, uh, two, like, what, what, what was the one where where the little kid turned into Jesus? Is that two? <laughs> when he went yeah. To, when he went to Robot Heaven? Yeah, when he went to Robot Heaven. <laughs> Once they saw that people did not, like, just get up and start walking out after that, then they, then, you know, they were like, wait a minute, we can do whatever we want, and we will get millions upon millions of dollars back. And then that's what they proceeded to do for the next two movies, and it still works. So they're like, Guess what? We're putting like forties, forties a year. They, they make the way, money. It's like it's, like printing money. It's mud flap and skid marks. There you go. <laughs> skid marks. And really? the, and the fact that they brought in Kiva Goldsman, which, black which one is named Skid Marks. It's not doo doo. It's a it's a car. <laughs> Get your mind out the gutter. It's a freaking car. It's a skid mark. If you go to IMDb <laughs> and look up a Kiva Goldsman, there is like a. There's a picture of a hack because that's what he is. <laughs> a hack. They, he's the guy that they bring in. Like we want a, a, a bad writer that we can uh, that that will give us exactly what we want and won't ever say no to us. <laughs> and that's what Akiva Goldsman is. Damn. He will, he will do it. He and he doesn't care about uh, history. Like you know how some every once in a while a writer will will, will like have a soul. Or uh, conscience will grow. He's like, you know what? Yeah, I can't do this to these characters that people have loved so long, or that are so important to to the history of of this medium. Mm-hmm. Akiva Goldman, that well, he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't. Look, we, we talk a lot of shit about Michael Bay, but I guarantee you, his movies making a lot more money than Woody Allen's movies making. That doesn't make it better, though. It means look, a guy like Woody Allen is trying to make art and. Like really make a good movie. This guy just makes shit blow up. But and actually, he's making tons of money. Woody, Woody Allen, Allen doesn't of... make good movies. He just makes art. But he tries. They're actually bad movies. Woody, all Woody I, Allen I movies say, are bad movies. Not all. The majority. Tarantino. Oh wow. Especially of the later stuff. It's just art. 
Oh. They're not great movies. They're just art. Like Michael Bay isn't even like the like if you if you, you can say oh he's like the the Taco Bell but he's not even like the Taco Bell of, he's like the Del Taco of movies he's like one step down from yeah, Del Taco's better than Taco Bell I think so nine, too it's fresher <laughs> <laughs> but but I understand the point you're making there <laughs> it's, like, it, it's one step down from a real chain like. But you know that. But Michael Bay's like, Bell. look, I will. This is how I can make millions of dollars doing this. And he does like Michael Bay stopped caring a long time ago. He stopped caring with the bad boys too. Oh wait, I'm going into chat. Tiger Claw says, "Well, Akiva Goldsman's involved. Maybe the writing will be better to your liking." <laughs> it's just so funny based on what Derek H just said. Also, is like there was a time where I I, w- I went to see a movie. I, I, I can tell you which movie it was. It was Lost in Space. And I was oh. like, this movie is so stupid. It doesn't, nothing makes any sense. It's almost like Akiva Goldsman wrote it. And then at the end, it's like, written by Akiva Goldsman. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I called it. That movie was kind of fun, though. It was oh, a little weird, God. though. They threw, they threw out, like, if you watched it, like, watch two episodes of the original, it's like, oh, this has nothing to do with the original. Yeah. Nothing. Tell your so class. What, oh, what else has, you can uh, say the this, same thing this, about uh, the Adams Family Goldman movie. Done. What else, What other movies have Akiva's Goldman written? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you know off the top of your head, Derek? Uh, he did. I know he did Lost in Space. Mm-hmm. I think he did. Uh, he did. He did a couple of superhero movies. Cause that's mm. where he and like he did, he did genre movies. Ah, I I, I I I I successfully blocked all of his movies from my brain, and it's now okay. you're trying to make me no 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 bring them back. I'll watch them, Carl. I'll, I'll look it up. I have a computer. Uh, I will say that Tiger Claws in chat oh. saying that uh, that uh, you know they want to do a Transformer cinematic universe. Uh, that's like their goal here, which you know, yeah, I get it. That's what that's what people want these days. Uh, I believe. Let me double check. It was oh damn it, I lost chat. Oh here it is. Uh, I see Hect. Hect is in chat. He says. Uh, Oh no! I'm sorry. Dungeon Busters in chat. He says Transformers: The Search for More Money. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> That's actually, uh, or it sounds like a, a Spaceballs joke. I believe that. Or like yeah. the, yeah, like in Spaceballs, it was Spaceballs Two: The Quest for More Money. Ah, there you go. Yeah, ba- it Batman fits both forever. ways. Oh, wow! Batman and Robin. It's... Batman and Robin was terrible. Lost in space. He got work after that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I robot. Oh wait, Which, no. once again, it's like he, he he read the he read the first three paragraphs of the story. It's like you know what? I, I'm done. I don't. Yeah. I can, I'm pretty sure I can. Uh, I can adapt this into a movie. I won't lie. I I there's a part of me that kind of likes I Robot, but it's nothing like the books. And it and I think it's definitely more about the fact that it's like. I just love Asimov so much that I'm like, I'm just happy that somebody tried to adapt anything that he did. No, that was terrible. That wasn't an adaption. No, no, fail. Derek gives him a lot of credit saying he read the first three paragraphs. Ah. He read the the back of the book. You're probably right, because realistically... It was just like one segment, like like a couple sentences from each chapter. I mean, you know, I mean, iRobot technically is like short stories. It's like the the movie iRobot is a little bit closer to like the sequel books to like Caves of Steel and friggin' like Dude, like that was so the, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a great book. It's a great book. Like I mean, if if 
if you like sci-fi, you should read Asimov. Period. Mess with the robot, the robot uh, series, and mess with the Foundation series, and you'll be happy that I told you to do it. But well, our robot proves what I was saying, though, where like executives sat in a room and they got they had twenty strips, twenty scripts from twenty writers because everybody wants to, everybody would love to adapt Asimov because everybody loves Asimov, right? And all these guys were like, we're gonna try to stay close or we'll we'll stray a little bit, uh, but we'll, we'll 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 keep the heart of what's there. And the executives like, no, we need Will Smith in an Audi blowing shit up. Who can do that for us? And the key was like, me, <laughs> me. I got no problem see, throwing all this other crap out. See, I will do what you want me to do. But here's the thing. Here's the thing where, and trust me, I'm I'm right there with you on this guy and and in some of the things that you know in what you're talking about. But I'm looking at his IMDb, and while you're absolutely right in like the Lost in Space and the Batman and Robins or whatnot, I look and I see okay, a Time to Kill is also there. And I wow. also see oh, and that I, was great. And I also see like Cinderella Man. Wait, imagine imagine and, this writer was black. <laughs> and I also see like the Da Vinci Code. And then I see that he wrote like a few good episodes of Fringe. And now, is he credited as a writer or did he just produce no, it? it? No, no, he these, paid somebody to write. These, these are all writing credits. And so, and they have specific episodes listed, which I'm looking at them and I'm like, those. I mean, he has he has. 19 episodes of Fringe. Which, wait, oh, come, wait, first of all, and, Cuba Gold did, did not write 19. Some, <laughs> some poor intern wrote 19 episodes no, of Fringe and, 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 and is afraid to go and decode to, and, and get the credit that he you're, deserves. You're absolutely right. And that's the same. But it's one of those things like, you know, Fringe is the, 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 friggin', the, the friggin' craw on my side or whatnot because, you know, Orsi and Kurtzman consult on Fringe. Did, didn't and, Fringe have that one year that was really really bad and they had to reboot it? I, every every I, I like all no, the seasons of Fringe. So actually, that that year it, it had really bad. It was um they they lost ratings, so they basically they went on a champ on a campaign to um to get the the one of the producers get them a bunch of red vines to renew the show, and then that's why they rebooted it because they had already canceled it. Oh. Tiger Claw called in? What? It sounded like Tiger Claw talking about red vines all of a sudden. <laughs> no, it's that was Moses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, but but I will say he did also do the uh the screenplay for Insurgent, which I did go see recently and I was actually very disappointed by. Oh really? Go figure. Yeah, but especially considering <laughs> that, you know, like I really enjoyed uh uh friggin' What's the first Divergent. one? Divergent. Divergent. Divergent I really liked, and I, I didn't know anything about it. Now, do you have to see that one before you see Insurgent? You don't have to, but... You do have to be a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> but but I would say... I don't know. That one scene with the house looks amazing. Like, I would <laughs> love to see that in context. I don't... I don't. Which scene is that? Which one? Um, the one where she's jumping out, and it's, like, flying or something? Right. Like, the house is flying, and she's, like, jumping to it, and her mom is there or whatever, and... Oh, the shit keeps yeah, going yeah. like everywhere. Yeah, like... no, nah, it's not. It's not as impressive in context. <laughs> it kind of looks like an Inception ripoff. Yeah, no, it, it, it's not. I'm sure the books are probably better than the the both movies. Even though I the first one I really liked, but the second one I was just like, oh, like everything I liked about the first one kind of doesn't like it. it 
none of well, I will say none of it follows through, but it just didn't do it. And but now, now you have to see the third one, right? That might happen in the book. Not though. necessarily. No, that it very might not well be might. his fault. I mean, it may not, but at the same time, it's him. Sometimes so. sequels just turn out poorly. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, sometimes sequels just aren't as good as the original. Yeah, but there's a difference between a sequel that's like, well, hey, you know, it's like it, it's hard to to catch lightning in a bottle twice, and like, oh, this just not this just doesn't stand up to what happened the first time around. You know what I mean? Like, well, especially when the the book sequel was loved just as much as the original. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I like I'm not saying that I'm not given by any means am I giving Akiva a pass. Cuz it, it but it is it is at least a 50-50 kind of thing here it looks the like. Time well, oh, is great. Not 50-50. 80-20. 90-10 maybe. <laughs> How about, so you're saying you're gonna see his Transformer movies? No, 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 dude. I haven't I haven't gone to go see a Transformers movie since whatever the whenever the second one was. It's opus. It's Transformers Opus. This is gonna be a multi movie universe that Akiva is building along with Michael Bay. The two names that you never wanted associated with Transformers. <laughs> I just I just don't even understand that. Like it's so funny because almost any other property I totally get when you're like, Okay, we need some spin offs. I get you. I don't even understand how you tra- how you how you like spin off Transformers. It's like well, I mean, it's like how you have more than meets the eye and Transformers, but the, the, in the comic, they're still just both Transformers stories. Like it's not like it's not an actual spin off. It's just separate stories. You know, like it's not like right. It's that's not like, like the movies. They're gonna be separate stories. No, but see, but that's the thing. Like, like for instance, you have X Men. And then when you have, when you're like, okay, well, we're going to make a Storm comic. That's like a spinoff because it's just Storm. You know what I mean? Or you have a Gambit. And it's not even like, it's like, okay, the same way how you have the X-Men. And then you're like, well, we're going to take the original team and they're going to have their own thing. And that's X-Factor. That's a spinoff. Transformers, it's like, well, these are the Transformers. Or they're the Autobots or the Decepticons even. And you're just like, but no matter what movie you make, it's like, well, this is still just Transformers. Like, it's not, like, there's no spinoffs. There's no, like, well, this is the Bumblebee story. It's like, well, no, I don't want to see that. They could do the Starscream story. Uh, no, no, you, you can't. You know why? I'm trying to figure out. If it involves him fighting Optimus Prime, just like a regular, like every, I see what you're saying, like every Transformers story is basically a Transformers story. story. Right, exactly. It's what I'm saying. It's like. It's like you're telling a bad story if like it's just like how in the in the second movie how like the Autobots were was that the the second movie where the Autobots were just there and then the Decepticons show up like in the last half hour and we're all like, Well, where where are the where are the bad guys? You know what I'm saying? It's like you can do that if you want. You could tell just Bumblebee like cruising on friggin' whatever the famous highway is. What's the famous highway? What's the one from <laughs> PCH Route sixty six. Sure. Route sixty six is what I was thinking of. The PCH is a good one too. It doesn't can... exist anymore. Route sixty six. Okay, well there you go. Well, even it's better. Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, you can have Bumblebee cruising down PCH across the coast or whatever down the coast. You can say Route sixty six. And and and, and, now, and look, either way, no. and and it's like a historic landmark. And Bumblebee could be like friggin' 
like I guess foiling robberies that he sees happen along the PCH because no, I guess that's what it's, it's just a yellow it's just a yellow Camaro driving down the street with Knight Rider and, and then but I'm just saying like what nobody wants to see that movie right like we want to see no. him fight other robots don't we actually I'm I might like that better than any of the Transformers I've seen so far none yeah, of Transformers Knight Rider none of them are good. Yeah. But <laughs> if, they, if they make a transform like a Bumblebee Knight Rider, where for some reason Bumblebee like lost his transformation key or something, so he can't transform, so it's just him driving around with Shia LaBeouf and they're fighting crime like Knight Rider. I would watch that. Well, but if they went Wolver. back and made an animated Hot Rod and Daniel series, I would watch that. Oh, dude, Mark Wahlberg with his sword gun. <laughs> but but I think you guys are are. Are, all you're doing is is very well proving my point. Because <laughs> like, all, all these ideas sound terrible to me, and I'm just like, because what Transformers is is robots at war for resources, and that's what all that's all Transformers should be. Like, it shouldn't you shouldn't deviate from that? Because if we go away from that, it turns out terrible. Like, no, not if you do like the Megatron story where he's in like a gladiator. No, that's still a Transformer story because that's just the prequel. Well, I'm saying it's not about resources at that point. Well, it, 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 in a way, it is freedom. Uh, no, it's about gladiating. No, it's about freedom. It's about like having, like, not being pinned down to a particular role and being able to like do what you want to do. But it's the beginning of the same story, which is okay. I and would now like I to have see to hear Megatron say, "Are you not entertained?" <laughs> like I, I, I want to see that story that you're talking about, but I don't because it's awesome. I don't feel like in my head. I don't feel like oh okay, well that's the Megatron spinoff. It's like what if nah. the spinoffs are like the like all the uh, ancillary animated stuff we saw, like the the Beast Wars and all that. No, like, those are just Transformers stories. It's all Transformers. Like it's all one story. Nah, Beast Wars could be a spinoff. Not Transformers Go. Tra- Beast Wars isn't a spinoff. It's it's a continuation of the same story. Yeah, the same character is still Optimus Prime there. It's still, I mean, not, it, not really. It's not the same Optimus Prime, but it, like e- even Beast Wars like ends up folding back into Generation One. Right, the arc is well, there. Michael Bay will make that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't know. It's like. It's not Star Wars. Like, Star Wars has the potential to spin off into a whole bunch of different stuff. Even Star Trek. You know, G.I. Joe, if they wanted to, could have spinoffs. Dude, that deserves spinoffs. Because Lord knows you could tell a Snake Eyes story all unto its own. And it don't have to have anything to do with any other member of G.I. Joe. I think well, I read why, that comp. Why can't you tell a Mark Wahlberg story, then? A Mark Wahlberg story? Because he doesn't story. transform. That's yeah, not Transformer story. It's a Mark Wahlberg story. If they put the him in that Daniel that the, suit, from that the part movie. is that Lawrence would get into the into that magical coke, coke and hooker filled room with Akiva Goldsman and all the other writers uh, uh, who are creating the new the new Transformers epics, and he would go off on that exact same rant he just did for twenty minutes, and he would lose his chance of being a part of the Transformers tran- tran- franchise because they would kick you out of that room and you would never be seen again. That's okay. Look, I, I would I would hold my head high and probably take a hooker. 
and they, 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 they <laughs> take with, some coke like too. In, when, 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 in the no, middle you don't, of that you don't land, have to do it but start, you can sell that writes a number on a piece of paper and says this is how much you get for the first movie you put and that like, up on ebay as akiba goldsmith akiba goldsmith coke dude you'll make a lot you're gonna put coke on ebay right how much would it cost for you to sell out Transformers? For you to Never. go into that room and there's just no, agree. there's no amount of money. <laughs> Lies. There's no there's amount of money. Three hundred grand, three hundred grand, and you're in there like, oh yeah, uh, Optimus. Optimus definitely should be a little uh, Chevy Malibu. I, I, I tell yeah, you right we'll now, we'll do it for thirty grand. <laughs> no, no, dude, really. Here's the messed up part. The only reason that I would write anything else or create anything else is to kind of pay whatever dues you have to pay in order to eventually write a halfway decent Transformers story. Like, that's the per- that's kind of like the one of the goals, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, that's why you write stuff so somebody else can be like, okay, like, that, that person has enough talent that I can trust them with my franchise. And that's one of the franchises where it's like, I would write and make this over here so that someone could feel confident in trusting me with their franchise. Like, See, when you say trust somebody with the franchise, it's trust them to make money, not trust them to to make little nerd boys happy about what they see. I mean, with Transformers, you can do both. That, and that's how I feel about it. It's like I feel like I can do both. And like I don't. I, it's not to. It's not to say that. It's not to say that. I'm, I, and by no means would I set like I would not. I don't feel like in any way, shape, or form I would make Michael Bay money, because I'm not my my story. The story I would want to tell in Transformers is not, I don't think, as accessible necessarily. But it's not inaccessible. It's just not explosions and hot girls and short shorts. It's it's uh, it's well, about what good is that? It's about robots. I, I don't get it. If everybody hates Michael Bay so much, why is he so rich? Dude, nobody m- hates Michael Bay. I don't hate Michael Bay either. Like, I, I, I actually, up until Transformers, I liked a lot of his movies. A lot of his movies are still good. And and it's like one of those things, like, like this fool produced the, the TV show, that Last Ship TV show. I like that joint. And sure enough, it, it took, like, nine minutes for stuff to start blowing up. But there was a reason for it to blow up. He produced Project Almanac. I liked that too. So it's not about Michael Bay. It's just that, you know, Michael Bay does... What I know about Michael Bay is that he didn't respect that franchise, which is okay. It's like, I, I'm not saying that he's alone in that. I think most people wouldn't look at Transformers at the as the body of work and feel like, oh, well, this is like some deep-rooted... Like, there's, there's a, a lore here. There's probably plenty of people that wouldn't look at it look at it that way. It just turns out I'm one of the people that does. <laughs> look, some, oh, of the, so, okay. some of the fans so you, don't look at it that way. No, I agree with you, because and and, so, and there's a good reason for that because Lord knows the 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 cartoon itself contradicts itself and and friggin' like runs over on itself all the time. But for me, like I kind of look at it like how Dan Slott looked at Spider Man's history, where I look at where the missteps were in the thing and like want to try to fix it versus looking at it and it's like, oh, there's nothing here worth keeping. Let me just go ahead and do whatever I want to do. Because it's like, it's not, I just respect the franchise for what it was. And 
Are you laughing at me? No, I was just remembering that episode where Springer, RC, and I forgot two other ones got turned into humans. Ultra Magnus and Rodimus Prime. Right. And they found the overalls that were each of their colors. Yeah, man. It, that's classic. I agree. Like, like pink overalls. You're right, dude. You're right, Joe. It's it's friggin' it's friggin' writing genius. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. It's funny because going back and looking at that, if you look at Ultra Madness, he looks a little bit like young Robert Stack. <laughs> he does. He looks like young Robert Stack, and I appreciate them for that. <laughs> did did uh? Damn it! Oh, I feel bad. I, I'm losing. Who played Robin's Prime in the movie? Judd um, Nelson. Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. But he didn't stay to play him throughout the series, huh? I no, feel I'm like he did. Judd Nelson didn't, didn't want that part. He didn't, <laughs> that's not a credit he wanted. But but it's interesting, though, because the voice doesn't change much. Are you sure it wasn't him? I think it might have been. Really? Did he stay no, for that no. extra, like, year and a half? <laughs> no. He's not check. walking in that studio every, well, every week. I guess it's not a year and a half, actually, because... It's just a year, and then, like, the fourth season of Transformers is, like, what? Like, three episodes or four episodes? So, you know, but it, the voice doesn't change. Not like how Galvatron's did, where they got Welkner to come in and play Galvatron after Nimoy. Yeah, that was terrible. I mean, they, they at least wrote a reason into the show, so I can't be mad at that. His voice Fox got crushed? No, no, he... he, he uh was in like a pit of lava. Puberty? P- yes, it was puberty. No, he was in a pit of which is messed up because it can't be puberty because his voice was deep and then it got high. <laughs> so it's like reverse puberty. No, he kind of went insane a little bit and he was like soaking in this vat of like lava on char and they were like, oh, his he's insane and his like, you know, his like he has all these like malfunctions. They tried. It was the 80s. Leave them alone. But You're yeah. the one complaining. I'm not. I was saying that, that, that they at least wrote a reason in. But yeah, I, I wouldn't sell it out. I wouldn't do it because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love money, but Transformers is one of those franchises where I can't just, I would totally be like Kevin Smith writing the Superman script. And it's like, you're giving me these suggestions and I'm trying to write them in, but... At a certain point, it's like, listen, I can't do your giant mechanical spider. I just don't understand. And then you just like, don't. Akiva Goldsman will put in a spider. Look, Kevin Smith will do it now. Nah, man. Ke- look, Kevin Smith's definitely on that tip now. Kev- Kevin Smith only make movies that his podcaster people like <laughs> come up with. That's it. Yeah, there he makes movies for like eight people. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, well, he's making Mall Rats too. Yeah, everybody was everybody was begging for that one. <laughs> and Clerks three. There you go. You need a third one of those. Yeah. Didn't he retire? I know Clerks two was amazing. And yeah, so, the Clerks two showed like oh he it was like oh I'm a real movie maker now, and then he just fell off after that again. He was like eh. See, that's the thing though. I don't feel like he fell off. I think I think he just he made what he wanted. He, well, well, he stopped. Well, Bruce Willis he, broke him down. He makes the same movie over and over again. It seems like he, like while other filmmakers, I don't. It sounds like I'm crapping on Kevin Smith, but I'm not. But like while yeah. other filmmakers, like oh, I want to do something different this time. 
he feels no need to do something. He's like, this is what I like doing. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. And that, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But right. Right. I would say there's a big difference between Red State and Tusk. There is. But Tusk, again, was movie the movie that came up from the podcast. It was kind of like, it's not like it was his idea. It was kind of like... But you know what? In the time when we're complaining about sequels and no originality, come on. Right. Guy turned a dude into a walrus. Right. And that's the thing, where it's like, it was kind of like a collaborative kind of thing that they kind of brainstormed and then eventually did make into a movie. And so, I I, I wouldn't knock it. I, I haven't seen it, though. But, because it sounded... Scary for you? It sounded freaky. And I was like, eh. I want to see that. Like, I like to go come away from Kevin Smith movies feeling good. I don't think Tusk would do that for me. Red State didn't. <laughs> yeah, so you know, yeah, the last feel good movie he did was was Clerks Two. Clerks Two, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, so you know, but either way, like, yeah. I, I tell you, two franchises that I wouldn't sell out for any amount of money, which, one, I wouldn't even have to worry about, but Transformers and Mass Effect. I wouldn't sell out Mass Effect, but I wouldn't have to worry about that. So you would sell out X-Men? No, no, I wouldn't even write X-Men. I don't, I don't want to write X-Men. I want to read X-Men. I want to watch X-Men. It's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Maybe, maybe I could be convinced. Lord, Lord knows that no one's asking me to. <laughs> but well, you know, I I, I, had, I, was, I was serving as your agent and I had a deal, but since you don't want it, I'll just pass. There you go. No, I mean, what really, I- it's like X Men is a franchise that I'm such a fan of that I don't know if I want to be anything other than that. Like, I don't know if I want to like. I don't know if that makes sense. But you know, some things you just want to enjoy, right? Because it always works out when non fans write it. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, look. You guys could be like, oh, you should write that X-Men, and then when you get all that Cyclops, you might be like, dude, why Why is all this Cyclops? Uh, why are you talking dirty? <laughs> that one-eyed monster. <laughs> well, we'll see what you say when they announce Ariana Grande as the new Mystique. Are you talking about Ariana Grande? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? After Jennifer well, Lawrence, I, I don't even know if I would be like you know mad at Ariana Grande as Mystique. Oh, Jennifer's says she's done right. with that. Right, which I don't even understand why people are like, like I don't know why that's news. Like everybody, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect her to show up for the second one. Right, like everybody realizes that Jennifer Lawrence like got like that was one of those roles that she happened to take before she was famous. Right, like no one realizes that. Like. Right, she's got an Academy Award now, right? I don't know. Does she? Does she win yeah, an Academy Award? For what? What'd you get an Academy Award for? The first movie she did. The one the one where she was a poor girl. Hunger Games? Hunger Games? Wow, she's played a lot of poor girls. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's her wheelhouse. She just, she just has that look like, I don't have money. Yeah. <laughs> first one, she spent the whole money trying to, trying to like, buy food for her, for her family. Le Miserable? No. Wow, she's in that? I don't know. No, I think that was Anne Hathaway. No, no one of her first movies. That's not the same chick. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know what movie it was. But yeah, no, I, I mean, and it's just one of those, like, I don't even, like, 
how Mystique became a central character to the X-Men franchise, it just baffles me because I understand. Naked, w- naked Rebecca Romaine is how it happened. See, and that's the thing where it's like, I understand. Naked whoever you put in that role is how it happened. <laughs> I understand why you, you use Jennifer Lawrence since you have her. Well, we all know that Brian Singer is just going to get a Filipino kid to be Mystique. Yeah, Ariana Grande. Uh, is Ariana Grande Filipino? I don't know. She looks like a 12-year-old boy to me, so. Really? Yeah. I mean, she looks like a young girl to me, but, but, yeah, I don't see the boy thing at all. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not that huge of a fan of her from, uh... Justin Bieber is the next mystique. <laughs> uh, I don't think he'll fuck Brian Singer at gunpoint. Damn it. <laughs> like he's gonna need a gun for that. <laughs> He might just be into it. That's too funny. Isn't his, like, he's supposed to have a Comedy Central roast soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that tonight? Heard, or tomorrow? I think tomorrow. I heard some of it already. Yeah? Any good? Yeah, it said, uh, uh, Jeffrey Ross said that, um, Selena Gomez fucked her, proving once again that Mexicans are willing to do the jobs no Americans are not willing to do. <laughs> The sad part about this roast is that usually the roasts are by people who like they like the person who roasts, like they really respect them and they're making fun of them with their friends. Like I get the feeling that this these are a bunch of you that don't like Justin Bieber in the first yeah. place, so they're just gonna destroy him. You know what? Well, it's, it's, why would he even sign up for that too? Like that's weird. Wait, you know what? Here, let me give you guys a little bit of background because I've been listening. It's re- it's crazy because they've been actually covering this on on Kevin and Bean. Which is, you know, uh, the morning show on K Rock, which is 106.7 here in LA. Justin Bieber went to Comedy Central and begged them to roast him. That's number one. Uh, so. That was a mistake, Justin. Two, they've had multiple people that were a part of the roast on Kevin and Bean. And they've all said that. Not only did Justin handle the whole experience like so professionally and like a champ, but they all came away having more admiration and respect and actually liked him more after the roast than when before they started. All that means is that that's all bullshit. Yeah, all that means is that Justin Bieber swallowed at the end. Look, hey, all. Everybody like what people what people are a little bit afraid of is that like, they're thinking like as opposed to some people that do these roasts, it's like they're afraid that people in general might like Bieber more after this roast than before. They might go in yeah. looking for him to like get destroyed, and then they come away like, you know what, that guy's all right. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> so well, no, he's see. already up to some hijinks at the after party. They have to party for the roast? Yeah, like, I guess because it's his birthday, so... He's getting roasted on his birthday? (laughs) Well, no. Well, maybe, I guess. And the after party was this... That's owned by David Arquette. And then he... Throwing stuff at David Arquette's head, like, from from afar and shit like that. It is, you know, just weird dungeon. Word. Well, we'll see what happens. So, all that to say, Transformers should not be friggin' spun off. 
I just made look. You you make one every year, right? Don't they make one transfer or every year, every two years, every other year? They and put a bunch of Hollywood writers in a room, and they're gonna come out with the next five of them. There, there's nothing good that can come of that. I have to say, they make one every other year. It makes friggin' a billion dollars. Like, why can't that be enough? <laughs> because well, you can get two Michael billion Bay's dollars. SVU. It's Michael Bay's SVU. Is that? Yeah. Or do you mean SUV? Just covered cadaver that Michael Bay leaves behind. Oh. If you tell a Hollywood executive you can get one billion dollars, they'll say, "Why can't I get two? And then somebody will say, "Why can't we have four? But yeah, right. Why can't we have four? Make keep and making them five, and they're like, well, "I like how he thinks." Yeah, I like how he thinks. <laughs> well, he's on the money. Just like when Dis- when Disney bought uh, Marvel, bought Star Wars. Oh, Star like, Wars! Like immediately they, they came out and said, "Yeah, we're making a ton of these. They're they're gonna come out every year. In fact, we're putting out two out next year." Like. They weren't. They weren't uh, shy Same about thing with Marvel. You know, forget the movies. We're doing Netflix. We're doing this. We're doing a TV show. I feel like Marvel's doing all that before Disney. No. Nah. No. No. I, they, they so. were, they were, I would give them the event, like setting up for the Avengers, but then the Inhumans, the the Defenders, all that. That's Disney spreading the money. I don't think so. I think. When, when they when they put all those pictures up and it was like Avengers one two and then Avengers three part one Avengers three part two, like that's Disney money. That's Disney saying we're getting paid. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. The, the first time they did it, they only had like two movies. <laughs> I, I love those four part trilogies. By the way, They're, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you do the Infinity like a, an adaptation of the Infinity Gauntlet properly, it would take two movies. Like I like for me, I'm just like makes sense to me as long as they do it. Well, look, look, look at look at you so quick to give them a hand job. Like you're like, yeah. it's not, <laughs> dude, it's not, dude, you you act like they make mistakes. Like outside they of Guardians, do. outside of Guardians, what was where's the misstep? Uh, at, Thor at, two, Thor two was at, much better than Thor one. Yeah, Thor one. Okay, Thor one. Yeah. Thor Thor one was my least favorite. Marvel movie, but since Guardians came out, it's like you know what Thor Thor one. I I can look at it in a different light now. Oh my God, what has happened oh, to you? Nothing. <laughs> they got to you. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Go ahead, Mom. Avengers. Thor one was like okay that they, it does you know it it sets it up big time, so it kind of mm-hmm. makes you. It's a reward for watching that. Yeah, I mean Thor Thor one is not a terrible movie. It's it's, it's not. It really isn't. It's not a terrible movie, especially especially in in comparison to other like if you think about bad movies you've seen, like I, I would watch Thor over Insurgent any day of the week. Any Thor day of the is week. Basically a a second season episode of The Incredible Hulk. That's what a Thor movie is. Like it's almost exactly the setup and payoff as a as a Hulk episode. I hear where you're coming from. But a Hulk, a, a, a second season episode of the Hulk is not bad either. It's not a movie, but at the same time, it's not but like this was a movie. No, That's no the problem. But, but it's not like it's not like it couldn't be a movie. And Thor is probably the it, it is the movie version of a second episode season. I mean, a second season episode of The Incredible Hulk. So you're saying that my, that Marvel's not in the middle of a giant money grab right now. I mean, 
they're definitely making money. I don't think I don't think that they're sacrificing quality. Let me put it like Jessica that. Jones. Jessica Jones can be fantastic. Yeah, but Wait. does that get made unless they're like, who can we make money off of? Like, like uh, that's no, see, way down a list of no, but, things that should be getting made. But that's the thing. Like, that's why I say they're not in the middle of a money grab solely. Because when you say we're going to take our street level heroes and we're going to make them, they have their own kind of world over here on Netflix and then combine them and use that Avenger, that Avenger formula. When you say, okay, I'm taking Daredevil. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist—that's calculated. That's like who—that's that's who can we make with and not have a lot of effects budget? No, that's but what no, they but did. that's the thing. I'm glad, I'm glad DC doesn't go for a money grab like that. You're hilarious, <laughs> but but that's the thing where it makes sense. Like they took Daredevil, which is probably the the most viable street level character they had, and then they took three characters that are interrelated, and they decided to make a street level like group over here on a totally different medium which is Netflix. And that's it's a smart move. Like to like it makes sense to me. Like if I'm in the room, I don't look at that idea and say, "Uh, I don't know like I would Transformer spin-off." I hear that idea and I'm like, "Man, that's actually that that can work." Because you do take those characters and those characters are first of all, they're all people that have been or currently are Avengers. So if you want to decide to elevate those guys to movies, you can. If you want those guys to be your next group of Avengers and people are already familiar with them, so you don't have to do any backstories or anything like that, you can. And that way, when everybody's contracts run out for the current Avengers after Infinity War, if you want your next set of Avengers to be like Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Vision, like friggin' Spider-Man. Uh, 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 Spider-Man, potentially. Daredevil. Like, all these people can be the next group of Avengers. Doctor Strange. Like, that's an Avengers team. Hawkeye still, probably. You know? Like, you can do that. And it turns out Jam- Jeremy Renner ends up being, like, one of the tentpole people. But that's Hawkeye and Vision are people that are, like, st- staples of an Avengers team. And Marvel knows that. Hawkeye should not be in. He should have never led any Avengers. That didn't make no, any sense. I'm not saying lead. I'm just saying be a part of the team. Like mean be Luke, team. Luke Cage can lead an Avengers team, which he has in the past. I don't know if they'll do that, but they could. Realistically, we could be having uh, uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, leading the Avengers. That could happen. No, everybody was quiet because you you went into some kind of mental break That's right now. Whole, We're just wondering if we need to call who we need to call to help you. Oh, hey, all I'm saying is is Marvel would love to have a Captain America on an Avenger team in a movie, but they can't have Chris Evans because Chris Evans is going to be like he's going to ask for too much money. It'll bring U.S. agent before Sam Wilson is not heading, necessarily in, not not in quote unquote post racial America. Look, for all we know, we might have friggin' uh, uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson, Captain America, and female Thor on the next Avengers team. And after. the next Avengers movie is premieres on Netflix. Then if that happens. <laughs> well, hey, I, I don't know. I'm just saying they they Marvel might really feel like we sold them the friggin' tree and the raccoon. 
Why can't we get them on Black Captain America and Female Thor? I'm pretty sure they'll <laughs> give it to Winter Soldier. Yeah, the, the, nice the, young yeah, Bucky. Guy. They'll give it to a, a murdering ex-Russian <laughs> assassin before they give it to a black a black war hero. Hey, and that's well, okay. that's what the they did in the comics. Yeah, no. that's, that, that, the thing is, that is what's going to happen, and that's okay too, though. That's look, I wouldn't be mad at that. It's like that's what happens. So it's like if that's the way it goes, then fine. But all I'm saying is, they have a whole a whole crew of heroes that they can pull from. And, you know, we say it's a money grab, but realistically, it's not... It, I mean, it is about making money, but it's not them sacrificing the quality of oh, of the stories. At least it doesn't feel like it to me. Well, I mean, I guess the, the, the proof will be in the pudding once we get to see Daredevil next month, right? What, what was the right. biggest movie in Marvel does so far? What's the biggest movie that Marvel's made so far? Yeah, that's Guardians. Is, is Guardians... Did they make more money than Avengers too? I mean, Avengers, the first Avenger? Well, more know. money than uh, Captain America did. Well, well Marvel, Marvel can't do anything with mutants, right? Or if they do, they can't, like, say mutant. They can't, no, they can't use mutants as of They've right now. They've already set it up. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch aren't mutants. They're all, everybody's in, in human now, like everybody. There's no such thing as mutant in, as, as far as the cinematic universe is concerned. And they, they pretty much set it up and explained it all away already in the, in the TV show, in, in S.H.I.E.L.D., Everybody's inhuman. Well, but see, yeah. I just, that's the thing, though. I don't feel like they haven't explained it away. Like, they've definitely set up in humans. They just don't mention mutants. So it's like, if if Fox ever, like, you know, gets their head out their butthole, and... No, I think they specifically said the people that their powers activate... Yeah, like, at a certain what, age, you at, at a certain age, the genes in your body... Uh, Determine that you'll activate into these superpowers. That is a mutant, like, right? Some people just need the the Terrigen gas or whatever, while other people is just happening because that's it's turning on. So they said mutants. They didn't no, say mutants, mutants, yeah, but they said that that's why people that's why these people with powers because they have a gene that the Terrigen right. affects, right? Yeah, but that has nothing evolution. It's activating. Yeah, but so it's like saying mutants, but not saying mutants. Yeah, see, but that's the thing where it's that's like, how it is in the comics too. It's been right. like that for years. Exactly, like that. The terogenesis is one thing. Mutants is a different thing, and that could easily make its way into the Marvel Cinematic Universe if they get the okay from Fox. You just say that that's what that is versus terogenesis, and that's so that's okay. It's like that's why you just don't mention it. You don't. Hey, is. Is all that Netflix stuff? Um, are they doing all the episodes at once, or are they like week by week? No, no, it's gonna the the as far as I know, Daredevil is gonna come out first, and it's gonna be all the episodes, and then okay. and then the next the next series will come out, and it'll be all the episodes, and they're gonna do that for four different series until they get to Defenders, and you can hear all about it on Shieldcast right here on All Games. Dot com every Why Friday. Why is Shieldcast talking about hey, that? I wish Shieldcast would talk about Silver Surfer and all the other shit that we were supposed to talk about today. <laughs> we're still talking about Silver Surfer. We got, we got 22 minutes, Larry. We got time. Actually, 18. You're, out, you're at home already. Yeah, but my contract dictates at 9, we're done. <laughs> right. We didn't even start. We didn't even start at 7. I, that's not my fault. That somebody needs to crack the whip on them. I'm not their boss. 
Yeah, sure wish we knew who was in charge of this thing. <laughs> wait, 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 what happened? Yeah, did somebody nine go, did, go, gotta did go. zombie cast go over? A little yeah, bit. They always go over. A little bit. Okay, I'll, I'll have a conversation with him. Then. I apologize for that's my fault. It's, it's not, I mean, it's you got cancel him like he did shish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, they spent like the last seven minutes like talking about gummy bears. Can you blame them? I can. It's a catchy theme song. I can. It's like, look, has Fantastic Forum not spent seven minutes talking about the gummy bears theme song? I think not when there was a show coming up after. Right, that might be true. we did that during the show. You might be, that might be true. That might be true. Either way, I will, I will, t- I will take care. We of love it. we love zombie cows. You know what I hope? I think I I wanna I wanna play uh, Call of Duty with Normie and friggin' Freeman Daddy and maybe Ted. <laughs> and I wanna watch I wanna watch friggin' movies during all games movie night, but it's always Saturday. But you have a girlfriend. Yeah, I I, I might send her away for that. Just the one day. Look, I well, don't get busy, too. Larry. Huh? I love them too, but if we end at nine, we end at nine. That's it. Damn it. Okay. Do we end at nine? Tell. I mean, That's the official show. I don't and, feel like we do. <laughs> Joe's like, I feel like we end more like nine fifteen. Joe, you know when we did? When I was the one running it. Oh and damn Larry it! Wasn't oh. there? Oh jeez. Like we ended nine on the dot. Sounds like a coup. Whatever, Mo. Look, right. you, can, you can run the show next week, Mo. We'll see what time we end then. Huh? I mean, Last week of April. That's just because you... <laughs> that's your contract. Like, my contract says we go until I feel like stopping. Oh, jeez. Right. So, that's we right. get contracts. And, and look, that's fine. All I'm saying is we're not going to get to what we're going to get to before 9. Damn. You can stay, you know, you can stay all night. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so how about this then? Can we can we talk about did did anybody see that friggin' uh and you mentioned him earlier, Moses, your boy Brian Singer cast a Jubilee for X Men Apocalypse? Uh no, but yeah, you can you can talk about that, I guess. <laughs> and then, he also Is she is she angels. silver and surface and surfs? Is she what? Is she both silver and carries around a surfboard? No, no, Jubilee. Well, then it's not Silver Surfer. I agree. The chick's name uh, uh, is Lane Condor. Lane Condor? That's <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Not Lane. Lana. Lana Condor. Not that it helps much. But the thing that actually like stuck out for me is that she's actually Asian. Wait, why, why is that? Because... The one was Asian, too. The, dude... Look, it's no the the chick, the last chick was Asian. She was also on the screen for what, fourteen seconds, like seventeen. I don't think it was that long. Right. All I'm saying is that it would be no thing for somebody to be like, you know, what? we're gonna give Jubilee a bigger role in this movie, and you know who we're gonna cast? Anna Paquin. Kristen Cruick. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like it would be no thing. Is this her first acting gig? Uh, I think it is actually. I think she has no credits, like zero credits. Not, not like the other chick that was like, oh, all her credits are Broadway credits, and then like four or three like other things. Like this chick, I think is like done nothing. So I don't know what that Just means. Like Jubilee. <laughs> you guys better leave Jubilee alone. Joe's right here. I'm, I'm the only one here with him. If he gets angry, he's gonna take it out on me, and I don't appreciate that. 
You don't want to mess with Jubilee. Sparks will fly. <laughs> so yeah, Jubilee's in that movie. Uh, uh, we're, while we're still on on that filthy bastard Brian Singer, <laughs> he um he Instagrammed a picture of Angel for X Men Apocalypse. Oh, did he? Yeah, and it's a white guy with with you know feather wings, and he's strapped to like machinery and shit. Oh, so they're so, they're gonna make him a horseman? Yeah, but you know because it is X Men Apocalypse and it is Angel. Um, you know, the people at comic book movie automatically infer that it's Mr. Sinister fucking with them. What? Wait, what? I don't understand. I'm basically saying they don't know what they're talking about. Why Mr. Sinister? I don't know. That's what the article says. That's hilarious. Yeah. You know, know, and they get more readers than we get listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you guys think about this X-Files coming back? I'm excited. Word. What do you, what do you think, Jay? Um, there's a lot of room for it to go horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ever the optimist. What do you think, Oz? Nah, I don't need it. I hear you, Derek. H. It, uh, what do you think about X Files reboot? Oh, it'll be nice if they use the six episodes to just go crazy with it and do everything they could do instead of. Going to safe route. Got you. What were you going to say, Moses? No, I'm saying, like, with, uh, you know, with the newer technologies and how it can tie up to, like, WikiLeaks and all this shit, I think they could do real good stories in the modern, uh, I guess, technological atmosphere. And how, like, a lot of things can't be hidden now as, as easily as they were back then. Right. I, I think they could tell some really good x stories. Yeah, it's, I don't know, because the movie was kind of supposed to be, like, a continuation of the show, and yeah, that right. wasn't that good. Which, yeah, but, but not they also the, had to lock everything into a two-hour time frame. You're talking about the second movie, or you're talking about the first movie? Uh, the last movie, because the last movie was supposed to be, like, right? Picking off where the show left off? Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't that good, yeah. Um, Wasn't the first movie during the actual run of the show? Or, yeah. like, just after? It was in between seasons. Yeah, so that one, I remember that one I enjoyed, and it was, because, you know, they, they were still, they had a place to go with it, but now I, I don't think they know what they're doing. It's interesting, because generally when you're in this kind of situation, you're like, okay, show that was on 13 years ago, and you have your, your male lead and your female lead, everybody is always like, well, what's the chick going to look like now, you know? But okay. Jillian Anderson is like top notch. The chick is yeah, looks fantastic. I watched a scene of her fucking the other day. Like she she's on what? She's on Hannibal, right? No, I watched her on The Fall. Okay. But well wait, but just because you didn't see her on Hannibal doesn't mean she's not on Hannibal, right? Or is she not on Hannibal? I mean she could be. Oh okay. <laughs> I just say I saw her on the fall. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh but Jillian Anderson looks great. David Duchovny on the other hand, I don't know man. Well, he was he was he wasn't always a beauty, like you know. Well, yeah, but he's got he's got his his rugged like he has um, he, he has, has his, age his great. like distinct look. He's supposed to be the nerd of the show. Yeah, he didn't age great. He aged fine. You never seen him topless? <laughs> there it is. There it is. Well, I, it, Californication, like he he aged throughout Californication. Right. He's off 
naked in some scenes and Oh yeah. He's, and see, he's in good shape. And that's like, the well, I don't know. I mean I I he's great for for Moody. I don't know if he's good for Mulder. He's good for Mulder. We'll see. Like, you saw the other beauty queens that were the lone gunmen? <laughs> like, nobody was talking about the lone gunman. I'm, I'm saying, like, nobody needs to be talking about Fox Mulder. Okay, okay. You got the cigarette smoking man. How did he hold up? <laughs> Talk about him. <laughs> All those cigarettes he got. His crow's feet's got crow's feet. Uh, here's something interesting that happened. Friggin' Lazarus got picked up by Legendary TV. Oh, great. <laughs> Lazarus, for those that don't know, or for those of you that don't know, is a comic book by uh, Greg Ruka. Uh, and it's pretty awesome. Like, uh, honestly. It's on Skybound, no? Uh, you know, I don't know if it's on Skybound. Like the image proper? It, 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 I think it is on image proper. Or Shadowline, maybe? I don't know that that's the case. I mean, yeah, it it's uh, Greg Ruka's the writer. Michael Lark is the artist. Uh, of course, you know they collaborated on on that, so I should definitely say that. But it's it's an amazing book. Uh, I I read it every month or every month and a half, depending on what <laughs> what's happening. And uh, it's definitely like I remember reading the first issue and just feeling like, okay, this is definitely somebody's TV show or movie. And Greg Ruka is supposed to write the pilot, so um, I, I honestly I have no problem going out on a limb. And if he can capture the same thing that he does in the book, and the rest, well, I don't, I'm not worried about him. But if the production team can capture the the feel and tone of the book, I could totally see this as a TV series being like the next big thing. Like it could be what Walking Dead was when it first came out. Easy. So we'll see what happens with Lazarus, but I would say look look out for it because it's going to be awesome. So let's see. Uh, uh, go ahead, Mo. Hugh Jackman tweeted Wolverine one last time, <laughs> and then James Mangold retweeted it and said, "Can't wait to make this." Hugh Jackman been toiling quietly a while now. So I guess there's going to be another Wolverine movie. What do you think? Is that a good thing? Uh, who cares? <laughs> Honestly, like, who gives a shit? Like, all, all that really, all that really matters is that Brian Singer is okay with it. Now, filthy pedophiles, uh, <laughs> Brian Singer. Jeez. Sorry. Um, Tell us how you really feel about this. Yeah, if he, because he could, he could just say, "Oh, wait," because uh, you know. Apocalypse hasn't even really started shooting, so he just got to make a phone call and say, hey, I need Wolverine here, so they'll put all that shit on hold till after that, yeah? Right. Or whatever story they're working on, like, if they they don't clear it with that filthy, nasty motherfucker, Brian Singer, then, you know, they got to scrap it. They got to go the way of Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Marvel announced and was teasing the cover for one of its free comic book day offerings, which is the all-new, all-different Avengers, which is actually the first time that we'll get to see the post-Secret Wars Marvel Universe. Oh, yay. <laughs> you know what? I need you to get on board, Mo. Get on board. No. Well, I, I just got to see how Spider-Man is going to turn out. 
Well, this cover of Avengers, they, they were revealing the characters throughout this past week. Uh, all the characters have been revealed. Uh, and uh, the, this lineup of Avengers, based on what's on the cover, is uh, Thor, the female Thor. Uh, the Vision. Just Thor, please. Right. Thor. Well, you know, right. I just don't want how, people to get confused. How dare you? <laughs> it's like Thor. Okay, there it is. The current Thor. Maybe that's a better way to go. The current Thor. <laughs> uh, Vision. Sam Wilson's Captain America. Uh, Iron Man. Uh, uh, just Captain America. What is up with you? All of a sudden, we have to. We have to. Uh, Give extra meaning, but just Captain America. Well, because he's not talking about real Captain America. No, no, I, I wouldn't say that. You're, I will say you're, you're demeaning he, Captain he America by saying, "Well, it's not Captain America; it's Sam Wilson's Captain America." I mean, America. When, he's not Captain America. When it was when it was Bucky Barnes, I would say, you know, Bucky Barnes, Captain America, so that you don't think it's Steve Rogers. You know, it's okay. It's like you know, we but we can say the current Captain America. I'm down with that. You know, I really do wish they would have covered up his head. Like, I don't like that you can see his hair. Who, Falcon? Captain America. Huh. I really don't like it. I wa- and I understand that it's, like, more akin to... Oh, see, how dare you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Mo- Moses. Like, I understand hey. that it's, like, hey. more akin to, like, what his Falcon costume was like. But I think that's the problem I'm having with it, where it's, like, it feels like... Sam Wilson's Captain America is an amalgam of Falcon and Captain America, much less so than him taking the mantle of Captain America. He can have the wings, but why can't you just cover up his head? Right. Like, it's like all the other Captain it, Americas right. have the head cover. Right, and they have little wings on their head. Why can't he have that? I don't think all of them have that. All of them have it. Even, even Ultimate Captain America has wings on the side of his helmet. Like, they're painted... But they're there. Like there's, there's I'm no. Not sure th- that's true. I'm telling you, it's like as a Captain America fan, like there's no Captain America that doesn't have wings on the side of his head. There is a Captain that has wing, no wings, but no Captain America. They all have wings. And I'm just saying, like, I, there's a part of me that feels like they want to show his hair. So you're like, like you know, I mean, and that's probably me being like extra racially sensitive. Where they're like, oh, no, he's really black. Look. Look at his hair. <laughs> but that that could be the case. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody had said that. Like, you know, let's leave his, let's, let's make sure his hair shows. And I'm just like, dude, like, why can't, let's just make him look like Captain America. And you know what it is, too, is the fact that his, his mask is white as opposed to blue. And it's like again, I'm like I, I feel like somebody was like, oh, the white will contrast better. Well, I think it does contrast better. But still, it's not Captain America like. Well, but that's the thing is like if you're gonna make you, uh, I don't know, it's like one of those things like, uh, like Mr. Terrific. Yeah, they don't all have it. Which one doesn't? American Dream doesn't. American Dream is not Captain America. Yeah, she is. No, she's not. <laughs> Unholy Bills above it. <laughs> Thor is Thor. America Dream is not Captain America. Wait, which Thor? The current Thor. 
<laughs> like America Dream never been Captain America. That's like saying, you know, friggin' America what's America you know who I'm talking about. Miss America. Young Avenger America. Miss America. Is her name Miss America? Yeah. Okay. That's like Miss America. Like, oh she doesn't have wings. Well she's not Captain America. Not yet. Period. I mean, maybe one day she will be. I bet you if she does become Captain America, she'll have wings on her head. Well. Like all the other ones, except for friggin' Falcon. And I'm sure somebody was like, well, it'll be weird if he has wings on his head and wings on his back. But it's like, well, guess what? Captain America has wings on his head. We should maybe try to make sure that he's Captain America and make sure less that he's Falcon. Oh, never mind. So. It's only on some pictures she doesn't have wings. <laughs> okay, whatever. Friggin' I don't know why you don't accept her as Captain America. She's she's not. The current Captain America, there's Iron Man, even though the Iron Man on this cover is a bit slender, so nobody's a hundred percent sure if it's like Tony Stark in there or not, but there's an Iron Man. And then they have uh uh Sam Alexander's Nova, Miss Marvel and Miles Morales. Which all three of those are definitely much younger people than are usually associated with a normal or a typical Avengers roster. So people are making all types of speculations on whether that means like they're kind of like in a protege role or if they're full-fledged members of the Avengers or if they're junior squad. Like No one knows, of course, but you can find out Free Comic Book Day, which is May 2nd this year. Um, but they also Marvel did also announce that the writer for this series is going to be Mark Wade, which I'm like, it's good stuff. We haven't had Mark Wade on an Avengers title in a long time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. What don't you know? I, I I really like Mark Wade, but he can, he, man, the last Mark Wade book I read, I was like, man. I don't think this is good. Damn. Moses, what are you going to say? Oh, that, yeah, yeah, he hasn't been on Avengers since, like, before Disassembled. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, shoot. Before, the, like, the Marvel atmosphere kind of changed. Right. No, it's been a long time. You're right. Like, not, not since before Disassembled, which, I mean, after Disassembled, all we're talking about is Brian Michael Bendis and then, what, Hickman? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Or, or but like, the Marvel Universe changed a lot in that time. Yes. Was it like eight, nine years or some shit like that? Yeah. Yeah. Ten it's years been, almost? Yeah, it's been a long time. And he, and he was on it like before that. Like the disassembled stuff. Like, yeah. There was still a build up to that. Yeah. You know? I agree. I um, agree. So, but that's, that's a pretty cool thing. And Joe, uh, what was the last Mark Wade book you read? Uh, Princess Leia. Oh, okay. And I admit, it might not be his fault. It might be Disney kind of pressuring him into doing something he didn't want to do, or... I don't know. You know it, kind, it, it kind of feels like they give them an outline to follow. Yeah. I mean, That must be it. Don't they have to, though? I mean... If yeah, you're... but if you're going to do that, then don't get your top-tier creative minds to do it. You know, like Jason Aaron, like, I'm not a big fan of him. 
Mm-hmm. But you get you see him, um, you know, you you read some of his books like Southern Bastards or yeah. or Men of Wrath. You know, mm-hmm. like his take on Wolverine. Like I, I may be a little critical, but you put him on that, you're gonna get you gonna let him do Wolverine how he do Wolverine. Yeah, but you uh, just can't do. Same with, okay. with Kieran Gillen, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't do that with Star Wars, with the books that we're talking and about, don't right? Get the people that are known for that. So then, get lesser people. Get yeah, because the titles themselves are going to sell. I hear you. Like, I mean, it's just a waste. I would rather, you know, I would rather uh, take the workload off of off of uh, what's his face, Jason Aaron. Off of Star Wars, and make him do a really good fucking one of their Battle World tie-ins or whatever. Right. You know, one of their like an Age of Apocalypse by Jason Aaron. Well, I'm yeah. sure. Um, look, I, I'm sure Jason Aaron's doing some of those too. That's what I'm saying. But then that's the, you know then you gotta wait where his good load's gonna fall. Mm. And he's got two creator own books too. Right. So you gotta compete with those too. Right. I mean, I look. I'm not his hugest fan, but I can. I know he's got chops, and I know I can. I've read enough of his creator own stuff to know what it's like when he's hindered and when he's not. And he's definitely better when he's not. Right. You know, I would have actually gone like if it was going to turn out like this, I would have preferred they use some Star Wars alum, right? Like some of them to like write this. Like a Terry Brooks or somewhere, or some of the people are from Dark Horse. Yeah, like I would have gotten, uh, and I can't think of his name right now, but the guy that did Knight Errant, I would have got him to do the Princess Leia book. Mm. See, and I, he would have done a better job with it. It's interesting because I I read Princess Leia one and two, and I liked them. I mean, it made, I, read, I thought it was a good a good story that you tell, especially considering that you're doing it right after Episode Four. And you're like, well, what's Princess Leia doing in the interim between Episode 4 and Episode 5? It's like the concept and the execution of it makes sense to me. I mean, well, okay, let's jump into our review of Princess Leia. Why don't you tell people what it's about? Um, Okay, so Princess Leia number one basically starts right at the end credits of episode four, like with the award ceremony. And it, it, it basically you have Princess Leia kind of reeling from, well, I, reeling is maybe the wrong word, but she's dealing with the fact that her planet's been destroyed and the majority of her people, or majority of the people that she knew and loved are all dead and gone. And, you know, people definitely have... Uh, their thoughts as to whether she's dealing with that appropriately. Princess Leia is basically trying to like move forward and trying to be involved in this rebellion and play whatever role she can. And she's kind of getting sidelined. So she decides, well, if you're going to sideline me, what I'm going to do is this. And what that is, is basically try to find where, who, find and protect all the the living members of her people that she can. So any anybody that is from Alderaan throughout the galaxy, she's going to find them and protect them because it turns out that 
the Empire is actually hunting down the last of the Alderanians. Is that how you say that? Alderanian? Alderanian? Alderanian. Alderanian? Thank you, Jay. I love how you I love how you toss it out there like, oh no, it's Alderanian. They get really offended when you say Alderanian. <laughs> like I love it. I I believe you. <laughs> so, you know. So they're hunting them down, Leia and uh uh, uh, another character that gets introduced in this book, which is a, a pilot, uh, a rebel pilot that is from Alderaan as well, that kind of acts as her like uh, attache or whatever is going with her, and they're going to go find all the people that are left that are from, from Alderaan and round them up so that they can be protected. And I'm like, that makes sense. Like, I would not, it would not, it would not like shock me if somebody's told me well that's what princess leia was doing after the events of episode four i was like yeah i don't know if mark way came up with that concept if he pitched it or if it was something that marvel editorial or somebody at disney decided well this is what we want to have happen but either way it's good to go and mark way does his thing i mean the the dialogue in that joint is great and it really encapsulates who Princess Leia is as a person in the sense that with her being like driven and being stubborn and being like like now the word encapsulate does that mean anything like super cliche because yeah <laughs> because I totally agree with you on that point well it's not cliche it's I mean if you want to say it's a if it, at the worst it's a trope it's like that's who Princess Leia is as a character but it's not like it's not cliche. It's who she is. Like you, you say you say to yourself, "Why is Princess Leia always this way?" And it's like, well, that's because that's what you call a character. Like her character is that person. And especially like if you wanna like you can say, well, a character should grow or should change. It's like I agree with you, and she does do that through the trilogy a little bit. But this isn't through the trilogy. This is literally after. The end, like, right after the end of episode four, like, she should be the same person that she was in episode four as she was in this book. Because that's the same person. It's, like, minutes. Yeah, minutes. <laughs> like, it's, it's a very cliched minutes. And <laughs> the way she meets this chick, like, we've seen it a thousand times before. It's not a trope. It's a cliche. Like, the the maid they mean it's like it's like Mark Wade was like let me go find that book on how to make the perfect buddy comedy and I'll throw Princess Leia and this random chick into it. It's like he's phoning it in. Like I've Dang. seen I've seen Mark Wade do really good stuff. Of like, course. And this is not really good stuff. Even the concept is it's one it's annoying. Two, it's not even anything I remotely care about. It's like, okay, what was Princess Leia doing between four episode four and episode five? Um, she was, you know, just out like finding other people on her from her planet. Like, wow, that's. But you don't know what that even entails. That uh, yeah, but it sounds just. It's awful like, you don't like, know it just sounds that like could go anywhere because the we're... least interesting story oh see like it and it sounds like the most cliched place to go with the character it's like wow. 
put some thought into it. Like, put some thought into what her mission is between four and five. See, to me, it feels like it's a great character motivation that allows you to do anything. Because it's like, uh, it, it, it's one of those things where it's just like, you can do whatever you want with that story, but like the like it's basically the the motivation itself is there. But as far as like okay, well, it doesn't it doesn't inhibit you any. It doesn't make it so that you're like okay, well, I can only tell stories in this area, or I only can tell these kinds of stories. Like you literally open up the entire galaxy because the planet is destroyed. So all you're talking about are the people that went away from the planet. Now, where did they go? Nobody knows. There's no canon in that regard. So you can go anywhere in the Star Wars universe you know what it and have like? new characters doing whatever you want in the Star Wars lore, and all you're doing is having Princess Leia track them down. It sounds like one of those 80s cartoons where the heroes have to find like a number of different elements of something, and yeah, the ratings always went down before they finished the story. Like, like Pirates of Darkwater. <laughs> like that's, that's what Princess Leia is. What Princess Leia is a pirate of Darkwater. Yeah, it's like she's going out like each week to meet a different survivor, and it'll never fully end, or it'll just stop. Jeez, Derek, I don't suppose you got the chance to read this book at all. Derek's dead. That's okay. But yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I I liked it. And, you know, to me, it felt like it has legs. Like, you can do whatever. You can tell whatever story you want. And, like, it's a great concept that gives Mark Wade more than enough freedom to do what he wants to do. Yeah. I don't. Well, yeah, I'm not feeling it. And I read, like, two issues of it, and it just feels terrible. And, you know, I love Mark Wade, so it's like. I do know that. Uh, I don't, yeah, I was disappointed, and even the artist kind of bad. It was a uh, Terry Dotson, which you know, I mean, Terry Dotson's good. I don't not in this book. See, I I disagree. Maybe Again. it's this book that just like <laughs> it's this book. makes good people bad. <laughs> I I love I love his art in like, this book, except for Luke Skywalker. But that's not they were like, book. you're gonna do Princess Leia, and like Mark Wade lost. 30 writing points and Terry Dodson's art went down a level. Jeez. Man. Harsh criticism. But it is what it is. I mean, if that's how you feel about it, I can't be mad at you. It's like, I do, I will say that I respectfully disagree. Because I think, I think, especially his Princess Leia looks great. It's like, I don't, I don't like the Skywalker, but I think Luke Skywalker is one of those characters that I don't usually like the way he looks in most Star Wars comics, whether you're talking about Marvel or Dark Horse or whatever. He doesn't even look consistent. Who? Luke. I agree with you. But I I feel that way I mean, about it, a lot of artists. Even if you're drawing them poorly, it should be like it shouldn't look like two different people from one page to the next. I agree with you. And Leia doesn't look great on every page. Like even her, like there are some pages where she doesn't look good and there's some where she looks fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She looks okay to me, but I get it. And and she looks like Princess Leia. Like she looks like Carrie Fisher, or young Carrie Fisher. All right. 
man. But I, you know, I think that uh, also too, like I like the little twists and turns that the story takes. I mean, and I will agree Wait, with what, you. What twists? I will agree. Well, well, look, I was gonna say, I do agree with you that the twists were definitely like a bit cliche. Like you know, it's not like you know, as soon as she meets like certain characters, I'm like, oh, I know what's gonna happen with that guy. Right. Uh, you couldn't even call it a twist. Well, I think one of them you could. One of them was like, okay, it was a, a twist you see coming a mile away. But the way that issue two ended, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Like I, I don't know that I necessarily saw that coming. It's like after the fact, it might be like, oh yeah, I guess if I thought about it, maybe I would have known. But. From going from page to page, it wasn't like I was like, oh, like, guess what's coming next? I was. Okay, well, fine, Joe. You're just smarter than the rest of us. I don't know what to tell you. You should dumb it down a little bit. Maybe you can enjoy more comics. You know? (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's normally the opposite, like, with us. Mm -hmm. Like, normally you're the one that sees, like, every angle. Like, it's hard for me to believe, like, if you didn't see it, it's because you didn't want to. Maybe so. Maybe I just wanted to be caught up in the opus that is Princess Leia, Marvel, Marvel's Princess Leia. Now, opus means cliche, right? No. Oh! <laughs> How dare you. I'm telling Mark on you. <laughs> Let Mark know. He's going to be very disappointed in you, Jay. Hey, as long as he autographs my impulse trades. <laughs> that's the first thing that's coming off the table. He's like, oh, you're going to talk mess about my Princess Leia? Guess what? He's like, he'll sign all your impulse trades. They're all going to be signed Rob Liefeld. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Liefeld. He was like, what? So I give Princess Leia two. Wow. Two out of five. Okay. Well, I think I think I would give it like a four. <laughs> a, four a four out of five. We definitely disagree here. Well, gee, I guess it is about that time. No, it's not. What? Well, this is, we got to end our official. We can end the official show. Well, like, do it after I talk about. What are you going to talk about? King's Game Origin. King's Game Origin? Yeah. New King's Game? Um, well, it's the one I've been talking about. Okay. And, uh,. Basically, the two uh, two new chapters just came out. Okay, and we finally find out who the king is. And, and? I don't want to tell you, but it's it's amazing. It's like it seems strange. I didn't see it coming, but it makes sense in like that horror book type of vibe, mm-hmm. like that horror book type of way. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely very satisfying to find out who he is, and I would like that. Yeah, and I'm like super interested in how they're going to deal with it mm-hmm. because right now it just looks like everyone is going to die. <laughs> and uh, that's all good books eventually get to. Like everyone dies, right? So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. Because it's a turning point in the book. What what chapter is it on? Do you know? Off the top? If not, it's okay. Um, Off the top, I think it's 19. Okay. 
uh, but I'd have to double check. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, and it really was something like you didn't like you didn't see it coming at all, huh? No, I mean there were only three ways it could have turned out, and I hadn't actually thought of the third way until they told me what it was. Mm. And so it's like I was like thinking like out of the two ways it could have turned out, like I was trying to see how it would happen like if it went either of those ways Mm -hmm. and it didn't and it still was like made sense and was a viable possibility right and uh it's just the least obvious right it's something i never would have thought of that's cool yeah and uh, you know it's tough to do especially when you read a lot of genre fiction it's kind of like you know you kind of get it right it's like horror only goes three ways or you know I thought it only went two ways, but it goes three. <laughs> now <laughs> it goes three now. It was like, but uh, it's uh, chapter twenty and twenty-one. This okay. happens. Okay. And so, yeah, it's a uh, very cool, and I'm still enjoying it. Still, lots of death. <laughs> um, which is really what, but what matters. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because or this last chapter 21 was particularly kind of cool because this girl convinces a little kid to commit suicide and you really have to just kind of watch it like as it develops and she like basically tricks him or yeah like manipulates him into wanting to and so like even as he's like putting the noose on his neck he's smiling and it's like it's so surreal and eerie it's messed up that uh yeah that's a very cool moment creepy surreal cool moment i need to catch up yeah it's it's a good book like like probably the best horror book I'm reading right now. Wow. That's high praise. You read a fair amount. I do. Yeah. So, how would you rate these latest chapters of King's Game Origin? Um, five out of five. What? It's, and I mean, the, the art... The coveted J, five out of five? The art has been stunning throughout, and this book, just the story is great yeah it's like yeah it's what what I want to read as a horror fan as a fan of horror comics like this is what I want to read right now wow is it is it actually scary or is it just creepy or what would you say um I would say or is it just like more of a thriller I would say it's more, it's, like, kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, a. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's scary. Like, I, I don't get scared reading it. Right. I mean, because I'm just, there are not a lot of comics that I read that actually scare me. Put or fear in me. Right, yeah. right, I hear you. And, yeah, like, I think only one has done it. Which one was that? That was a uh, 
when they cry. Oh. Which, uh, there's this one scene where the girl that they drop down the well comes back and she just looks terrifying and she grabs the girl and like saying like Meh. yeah it's all terrible i hear you but this one is is definitely got the the uh like visually it's a horrifying book to read mm-hmm. like just these awful things happen to these people gory Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, so it's like scary in that sense, right? Word sounds sounds fair. Cool. I'm glad we did that. I'd have felt bad if we had missed it, knowing what I know now. <laughs> All right, that's our official end. Our unofficial end will come after. <laughs> so um. I don't think Derek's actually there anymore, but he might be. This is where you would insert your final thought if you are there, Derek. But if you're not, that's okay, too. My final thought is that Marvel is in the middle of a money grab. There it is. Jay, this is where you put your final thought if you're actually here. Um, My final thought is I can't believe that bitch Beth kept her powers. You want to put like a hashtag at the end of that or something? Hashtag Sphere, hashtag (laughs) Michael Crichton. (laughs) For the Fantastic Forum. Till next week. We're out. (laughs) You're crazy, dude. Up in the sky! Look! It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.